Previously on X-Men. piece of his past and gave it back to him. Just a few memories I could reach. That's the last we've seen of that guy. Welcome to episode 143 of Eddie and Caleb's HeroCast. Of course, as always, my name is Caleb Baldwin. You can follow me on Twitter at IamCalebB. That's I am Caleb and then another B. Follow my friend, co-host, and producer Eddie Cornelison at EDDYC85. Follow the show at EC underscore Hero. Check out our Instagram, EC HeroCast, and our Gmail, ECHeroCast at gmail.com. Hit us up with, with notes, feedback, whatever you got, man. Anything but dick pics. Also, today, we are not alone. We are joined by the man who, who always comes on when we're talking anything X-Men, my good friend, Josh Davis. You can follow him at Joshy Knows Best. That's right, Joshy Knows Best. Guys, it is 1.43. The date is January 26th. How are we doing? Fantastic. Pretty good. Pretty good. I am doing pretty good myself, man, you know? Things seem to be uh, seem to be going pretty well. Those of you that know know Josh and Eddie. You guys know some of the listeners probably know as well. But yeah, things are going really good, really good. Of course, talking about the Niners going to the NFC Championship. Yep, yep. That'll be interesting. It will be for sure. It will be. Oh, that's enough of that. We are here to review Logan. Mm-hmm. Yep. I hate to uh, I hate to break the cycle, but we're not gonna have a Watchagami this week. Oh, that's too bad. Bummer. I did not see it in the theater. No. I did. I did. I assumed you both did. I assumed you both did, yeah, because I know your track record. But I don't. Know, oddly enough, I saw the trailer and I was like, "This looks interesting," and then I just never got around to seeing it. You know. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Mhm. Mhm. It just happened with. Uh, I mean, I guess I could still go see Megan, but that's probably not going to happen. We almost went to see that, but I did a uh, detour. We saw Plane instead, and I liked Plane. Oh yeah. So. Who doesn't love Gerard Butler kicking ass on yeah, a plane? Yeah, that was fun. 
fun, fun little flick, little popcorn flick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gerard Butler does that stuff. That's always good. Oh, yeah, I'm a fan uh, of him. Yeah. Real quick, guys, what's your history with this movie? Besides, you know, having seen it in the theater. I've only seen it just the you one time been... in the theater. So. Really? So once in the theater and then once this week, I assume? Mm-hmm. That's correct. Okay. I saw the theater, and I own it, and I've watched this movie countless times. I don't even know how many times. <laughs> Is this one of those that you throw in your rotation when you're working from home? Oh, yeah. Or I'll throw it on at night or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's one of those movies that I could always be in the mood for. I got you. Yeah, well, like the Ed Man, I am also, uh, I've also only seen this twice. I saw it once in uh, 4K. And then I couldn't find my 4K funny enough. I need to go dig through my storage and see where some of my movies are at. Um, so I watched it on Disney Plus this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot it's on there, too. I'm wondering if yeah, it's the it's only the Disney Plus Legacy. movie with nudity. <clears throat> yeah. It Probably. Might, it might be. It's brief, but, you know, it's there. Uh, no, we see. Good chance we that see. it is, probably. We see, uh, we see Doobutt in the original X-Men. In what? Huh. The original X-Men. There's no nudity in that. There's dude butt in there, That yeah. doesn't count. Okay, fair enough. That's fair enough. Anyway, we're going to go into the time capsule real quick. You guys got anything interesting that was going on for you guys around March 3rd of 2017? Mm. Nope. Same, same thing as last time I was on. Yes, I was uh, house hunting. So, for the okay. current house you're in now? That's right. It takes a while, and uh, it's a frustrating process. You, I think I, well, I look, I, I thought I found one on the third house I looked at, but uh, it had one of these problems. It, the only problem at first was the master bedroom. The bathroom in it, for whatever reason, the walls only went up to like, I don't know, four feet high so like if you were on the toilet you could look out which is really weird uh so it's like you'd have to just build walls like to to the ceiling to fix that because it looks stupid but uh there was also like a crack in the uh foundation i think and it was one of those things like it could easily be either be five hundred dollars or five thousand dollars to fix but there's no way of knowing until you get like the home inspection, and to get the home inspection, it's you gotta like, I think put in an offer at first or something like that. So I passed. Yeah. But uh, I've driven by it since then. It looks real nice. I kind of wonder what what happened to it. But it's also kind of far away from where I live now, it's, so not uh, not a great location, but. It's a great house, other than the bathroom, which was still weird to me. Is that a 1428 Elm Street, Springwood? Mm-hmm. That's the place. <laughs> yeah, I would have passed, too. Heard bad yeah, things about that one. <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, you know, you have, like, a, a, a female over, and, you walk, and you're like, let me go to the bathroom, and you sit down, and then you look out, and she's getting changed. It's like, this is weird. I don't need you to watch me do that, so... I don't yeah. know. It was just a... There's a yeah, couple her, weird bathrooms I saw. That was the I heard a kid though. put a cherry cherry bomb in one of those toilets. 
<laughs> I was going to say I heard uh, a bird exploded in one of them houses. Oh, yeah. It was real hot one day. Yeah. <laughs> that bad seed. <laughs> it's that damn cheap bird seed. <laughs> I think my other favorite toilet, mm. though, oh, was... Uh, like the knees, your knees were like right up against the wall. I have no clue how anyone designed this. And was like, yep, this is good. But like an airplane? Um, worse, almost. <laughs> it's like you have to sit sideways if you want to take a dump. It's like so weird. Like if you were if you were like 6'5", it's like this this isn't going to work. You'd have to extend the wall. Nope. It's like who? Yeah. And there was plenty of room. It's like who? Who did this? Like I just don't understand. It's like, yep, this is uh. Nailed it. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's very weird. March of 2017, I personally wasn't doing anything remarkable. Still, you know, working with my current employer and, you know, living life, still being kind of big. But also, at this time, I was oddly enough, I had a habit, or hobby rather, of collecting Funko Pops. Y'all are familiar with them, I would assume? Yeah. I mean, I poured way too much money into this. I had, like, most everything WWE released, of course. But... <clears throat> yeah, just a odd little tidbit there at the time. Pardon me. Uh, your champions in wrestling at the time. Ring of Honor World Champion for not much longer, Adam Cole. TNA World Heavyweight Champion, Bobby Lashley. WWE Champion, Bray Wyatt. Universal Champion, Kevin Owens for not much longer. And NXT Champion one Bobby Roode. So, yeah, the little glorious quintuplet you got there, guys. Number one song by digital download at the time, Shape of You by Ed Sheeran, which I think we can all agree. Awesome. Awesome song. Banger. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, yeah, way, way to vote of confidence there, pal. Well, you know, whatever. Yeah, screw you too, man. Um, you want to get into the facts and figures? I suppose. Okay. Uh, let's see. Budget, 97 million bucks out of 619.2 million, which puts it at 522.2 million. That's 623.5. And today, money, it is 18th on the list. Right below Amazing Spider-Man and right above Doctor Strange. Hmm. Okay. How about that? Not bad at all for an R-rated. No. Exactly. And uh, critics, 94%, and fans, 90%. There's the fact. I mean, I could be mistaken, but I feel like this had to be be the point where studios were like, hey, R-rated movies, these can actually sell. I mean, you got Deadpool on this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shoot, I forgot. Deadpool came out a year prior. Yeah. Yeah. I randomly rewatched Deadpool 2 last night. I don't know why. I just felt like it. I think Peter is my favorite character. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, Brent, yeah, Brent, but, uh, Brent Pitt's but, cameo. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh yeah, that was great. that was great. Yeah. Um. No, this, like I said, like this and Deadpool, I think really sold. Like, hey, like we can do our red stuff. We can we can push the envelope. You know, we don't have to do PG or PG thirteen rated Suicide Squad anymore. Oh man, so much potential lost with that one. Yeah. Yeah, let me check something uh you reminded me. Um let's see here. Ah. Yeah, no um kind of surprised that this did not get any like major awards. 
I know it got nominated for uh, adapted screenplay. I know that. Yeah. Okay, I missed that. Yeah, that, nominated that for best be adapted it. screenplay for the Academy. And uh, yeah. let me see what won that year, 2018. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Probably something Some worse. Dick. Probably. Uh, oh, Black Klansman. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, also nominated was The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Never heard of it. Can you forgive? Oh, yeah, that's got uh, Tim Blake Nelson. Uh, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Never heard of it. If Beale Street Could Talk, never heard of it. And A Star is Born. I have heard of it. Didn't see it. A Star is Born, awesome. Awesome work from both Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga and Sam Elliott, of course. Of course. I just realized that was the following year. (laughs) <laughs> oh jeez! This was 2017. You, you, you jabroni. Yeah, the winner was so, "Call Me by Your Name." Never heard of that. I never heard of that. Oh, either. that's the gay one with Army Hammer. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's what it was. it was. It was a movie. I don't want to know what he might have been eating in that yeah. one. Uh, dis- disaster artist. I love that. Uh, let's see. Molly's Game. I don't know what that is. And Mudbound. I saw that one. I don't know what Mudbound is either. Molly's Game is based on a true story about, like, a illegal poker game. Hmm. It's pretty decent. It might even be on Netflix still. Yeah, no, uh, no Best Picture nomination. Adapted Screenplay was about all they were going to give this, this one, huh? As far as they were going to yeah. cave for a superhero movie. Well, they weren't going to they weren't going to go effects because they didn't go like super ridiculous with effects on this one. So no. They didn't pull a James Cameron, huh? No. Yeah, no. They didn't. They didn't re-release it eight times just so they could artificially inflate their box office number. Yeah, let me re-release it again. Do you guys like me now? Do you like me? Mm-hmm. Do you like my Do you like my movie? Do you see the big things blowing yeah. up? You see the great blue characters, yes. amazing sky shots. Shut up! Just just shut up. Let me enjoy T two and Titanic, and just shut up. Mm, aliens, even, aliens. I don't even really like Titanic. Um, wow. Whatever. Um, uh, my my order my order of his movies would be T two, Aliens, and then Titanic, probably third. Yeah. Yeah. So the best picture nominees that year, Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, I like to get out, uh, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, Three Billboards Outside, Ebbing, Missouri, and and the winner, one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life, The Shape of Water. Yeah. Absolute trash that that won. Uh, great stuff. Have you seen it? To hell with the Oscars. I know I've talked about it. Have you seen it, Caleb? I don't. No, I know a lady has sex with a fish. That's all I know. Hmm. It's really more of a sea monster, but yes. Um, mm, bit of a sea, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, you know, it's funny. I honestly, since the Oscars just came out, and you know, the Batman, Wakanda Forever, no Best Picture nominee. Of course, Avatar did, which it's like, 
get out of here with that how? nonsense. Like how? I don't even know. Who, who does he have like blackmail stuff on to keep getting nominated for his crap? It's like special effects, sure, but like best picture. Yeah, I don't know anyone who's like like. It's funny if if you look at any comments on on Facebook about like the for some reason. Like, a lot of these pages I follow love to talk about how much Avatar's made, as if that makes it a better movie. But it's like, oh, the haters are mad, it made two billion! And it's, every comment is like, we knew it would make money. It's just not that good. And, <laughs> why don't they, um, why don't they change it to, like, best movie experience or something? Like, best in-theater yeah, experience? I, I don't know. That's really what, it, more like what it is to people that like it. But it's, it's funny, because it's like, James Cameron's take on superhero movies is pretty right. much what Hollywood thinks, where it's like, ah, oh, it's just loud popcorn movie, no character depth. But <clears throat> yeah, it's a big part. Yeah, he I, ironically doesn't realize that's kind of what Avatar is. You just lifted the plot of Fern Gully and Dances with Wolves and made it in space. It's not that original, and it's really not that interesting of a movie. But, you know, it gets nominated, the Batman nothing, and, you know. Yeah, I'd much rather sit through... Batman for three hours and sit through that crap for three hours. And the fact that, like, the only... Like, at least... Well, I don't know. At least Black Panther got nominated, even though it was a complete token nomination, just because it was... Everybody accused the Oscars of being so white the year before. But... I don't know. The fact that, like, movies like this, or No Way Home, don't get it, and it's like, oh, Avatar 2, and... You know. Yeah, it makes no sense. Dune. I don't know. It's at least Top Gun got nominated, I guess, you know. I, I was hoping much. that should cheer Tom Cruise up since David Miscavige is missing. <laughs> I hope Maverick wins, honestly, but I doubt it. It has no chance of winning. <laughs> That'd be really cool if it did, but yeah. yeah it'll probably be uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. That was fine. I don't know. I thought it was a little overrated, but it was it was good. I mean, I don't... It's not new. Yeah. I heard it was a bit of a cosmic gumbo. Eh. The, the the part where it lost me was uh, it kept going back to these hot, hot dog, dog finger. Thing. Yeah, and it's like at first there was like a funny sight gag, and then it's like they tried to make them into serious characters, and I'm like no, it's not going to ever happen. Like they have hot dog fingers, I mean, you can't make them serious. All it, was, all it was was the episode of Family Guy where Stewie and Brian are in different dimensions, right? Just like a movie of that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it was good, but it's just, I don't know, it just wasn't mm. my number one. It, it, it would have been like number fifteen on my list of top twenty movies, top top movies of the year. Yeah, but yeah, no love for the super. But oh, the other point I wanted to make, I forgot. How quickly would movie theaters crumble? If after COVID, Disney was just like, you know what? I'm just going to put all of our movies on Disney+. Plus. We're just, you can rent them for $25. We're done with theaters forever. I mean... Good luck. <laughs> that would cost them a lot of business. Yeah. Theaters, if the big blockbusters were just done. I mean, just Disney. Yeah. Just Marvel in general. If, that, if they took all that out... I mean, I know Top Gun and Avatar made billions, but... Uh, I mean, you'd have like the Fast and Furious type of shit. 
coming out. They yeah. still make money, but yeah. That's fewer and far Jurassic between. Jurassic Worlds. Yeah. Right. They're, they're not releasing four or five movies a year like Disney turns out. That's the thing. No, like, Disney, with the Disney umbrella, you're making, like, you're putting out 12 movies a year minimum. Right. It's like every month you're covered. Because they got the animated ones, too, and we're not even factoring yeah. in. Well, some of those lose money <laughs> lately. <laughs> but, yeah, I, just, I don't know. I just think it would be... I mean, Regal already closed, what, like, almost 40 theaters this week. So. Our local Ooh. theater closed. It's pretty depressing. That's always sad. Uh, that is not too promising. That's, oof, that no good. <laughs> hey, we got we to gotta drive, like, you know, like a half hour-ish to go see movies now. Yeah. I don't know. I just... Hollywood loves the money that they bring in, but they just, like... Nominate Logan? No, that's beneath us. Like we'd rather have a the movie about the the, the woman who has sex with a sea monster. That's way more dignified. <laughs> anyway, we, we we lost the plot somewhere. I blame uh, James. Well, I, I don't think we did because we're we're hyping up this movie and talking about how it should be nominated <laughs> for an Academy a, a, a nomination. And again. The only superhero movie to ever get one is Black Panther, and we know why I got it. Oscar so white trends the year before. Oscar so white trends the year before, and you know. Yeah, you think you got a, a Tolkien nomination? I I do only because look, nobody cares about the Oscars uh, view of themselves more than the Oscars, like. If if people mm-hmm. are unhappy with them, then they want to rectify that immediately. So if they, whether intentionally or unintentionally, nominated way too many movies without, you know, people of color, and it's pointed out to them, yeah. they will panic and rectify it. Like, oh my gosh, I, we're so, so sorry. We're so sorry. Here, here's here's a movie everybody saw, right, Black Panther. Now, they don't actually mean the, the it. Move. They don't mean it, but they're going to do it. It's an empty gesture. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna start a trend on Twitter. Hashtag Oscars so pretentious. That way we guarantee that movies like Violent Night and <laughs> Nobody and Bullet Train and that sort of thing get nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, I'm <laughs> at least I'm at least happy that uh, Top Gun got it. I'm, I was actually kind of surprised. Which, by the way, I uh, I actually I actually bought Violent Night on Blu-ray today. So yeah, I got watch it, it soon. D- digitally got that one. So yeah, Top Gun was one of those I was. Like I can see them nominating the uh, like the way the movie looks like visually, but it's like I can see them passing on the actual movie, but surprisingly not. I know it's like ooh, I don't know. We don't want anyone to think we might be patriotic, <sighs> even though the enemy is nobody. <laughs> the en- enemy is yeah. ambiguous, isn't it? Yeah. If, mm. if if they just said like, well, we're going to fight the uh, Middle East, it's like oh no, we're not nominating that. Maybe fight Russia will nominate you. We hate Russia. Everyone else uh, we love. We assume it's Russia in the movie, though, anyways. Right? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you can assume whoever. It's, it's whoever you want it to be. <laughs> I, I assume it's Russia. I don't know. Like when I was wa- They didn't say it, but that's who I assume watching it. I would assume Russia or North Korea, yeah. <clears throat> but you can't make fun of North Korea because then your movie won't get released in China, which this didn't anyway, so it doesn't matter. Hmm. All right. Well, that hey, was our Oscars what, what, talk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Enough of that. What did the critics and fans think of uh, this? 
Well, rewind it ten minutes ago and listen. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, uh, yeah. Ninety ninety four. 94 Not okay. quite a score, got me. Yeah, not quite. Well, let's see. Cast... Mm, how about... Joel Kinnaman, of course. Caleb with his jokes. Oh, it's funny that you say that, because Morgan always jokes that it's Garrett Hedlund. I'm like, Morgan, that is not Garrett Hedlund. She's like, it looks like. I'm like, no, it does not. <laughs> so it's about, as no, about, so it's about the same thing you do. Here's the thing. Initially, the Joel Kinnaman thing, that was just me, like, completely confusing the guys for some reason. Uh, and then I, and then it just became like, I'm just going to lean into it. I would say he looks more but, like Joel, Joel Kinnaman than Garrett Hedlund, to be fair. Okay. Okay. We're talking, of course, about Boyd Holbrook, by the way. From Predator. The Predator, excuse me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, from, from Robocop. And he played Pierce, the not-mutant, yep. but he is a... It's like a cyborg, kind of. Yeah. He has a robot. Genetically altered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do we think of Pierce? He was, you know... He was pretty good in his role. Um yeah. My only, gri- I wouldn't even say it's a gripe because I don't really think this movie needed it at all. But in almost any other movie, he would have had like an actual showdown with our hero. You know, we'd never really get that. But I'm not really holding it against it. It's just minor nitpick. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna nitpick, but like, because you could tell like this was different, a, just a little bit, yes. but a little different. From your conventional superhero movies. Yeah, like yeah. this story didn't need it. I was just, for well, his character... That's I'm glad you mentioned that. I was doing some research. Apparently I was kind of wrong, but the end credits of X-Men Apocalypse, <laughs> that abomination of a movie, where they set up Mr. Sinister, it was... Best I can tell by reading interviews and everything, it was... Uh, it was, uh, um, why can't I remember the old director, um, Brian Singer. Singer. Yeah, Brian Singer. Yeah. It was Brian Singer basically alley-ooping uh, a, a possible villain for uh, this director, James Mangold, to use. And James Mangold just let the ball fall right in front of him and was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so, and to be fair, Mr. Sinister probably wouldn't fit in this movie. Also, he's more of a villain for Gene and Scott, so I don't know why he did that. But Anyway. Also, I read that uh, they kind of make a little mention during the movie that there was the Westchester incident or whatever, kind of referencing the comics. Uh, apparently, yeah. th- this movie, they originally were going to do, like, uh, showing the Westchester incident and showing the X-Men characters get killed to start the movie off, but they scrapped that idea totally. Cause they didn't that want to That would have been so badass. Like they, yeah, that's originally like what I read they were going to do. Start out the movie that way. Like, you know, cause in the movie we just kind of get little references to, you know, everybody being dead in Westchester and yeah, actually seeing it. Oh, this is supposed to be like a year prior or something like that. Like 2028 from what I read. Yeah, 29, yeah. Like, so, that was more recent uh, I did. Because um, they do reference the Statue of Liberty, which was X-Men, the original movie. Um, well, yeah, what I'm talking about would be, like, 
like a year. I think it, I read it was like a, like a year prior to 2029, though. It's like like a year prior, Professor Xavier. Oh, okay, uh, I see. Yeah, um, he had like a, he had like a seizure that got out of control, like the like we get in the movie, and he kill actually killed all the X Men characters. Is basically what they were gonna do, but they didn't. Yeah, they didn't so in in the. In the six year to jump ahead past the cast into the plot, uh, the six there's like apparently Days of Future Past where Logan wakes up and it's like oh Jean's there, Scott's there, Rogue has her powers, all that. That took place in right now 2023. I didn't know that, but this takes place 2029. So in that six years, the mansion's gone and Charles is living south of the border <laughs> with Logan and yeah. none of the characters are referenced. Uh, so the timeline yeah. is uh, so that, very weird at this point. That would have, yeah, that would have filled yeah. in blanks with that. But uh, I guess oh, Man, I guess I guess Mangold didn't want to do like that tone of the movie. He didn't want he didn't want that to be the focus of the movie. Is why they didn't do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> Go this ahead, Caleb. Like some, like to an extent, like maybe Mangold like wanted to use Logan, but he. Uh, like I said, wanted to tell a more grounded story, you know, yeah. something that, you know, minus, you know, if you take a couple of things out, this could easily be like some Oscar bait, you know? I mean, uh, it should have been nominated, I would say, but uh, you if know. this movie wasn't about if this movie wasn't about Wolverine, a comic book character, if it was just about a regular average man doing this yeah. journey, it probably would have gotten nominated. Yeah, yeah. If he was if just a really was about, good yeah, fighter. Then, about, yeah, you're right. It Which just was kind of yeah, garbage. Random, random dude with his uh, older mentor taking an orphan to cross the border. Yeah, his sick like dad. She's, dying. she's like she's, she's dying of cancer. Yeah. She's dying of cancer or something, and they got to yeah. take her to get yeah, research. You could even you know? call it, dude. Honestly, you could even call it Logan. Yeah, you could. <laughs> uh, or, like, I, you know, forget, like, forget the the cancer stuff. It could be like. It's like, oh, it's the, you know, she knows something and the government's after her. Or They're whatever. on the run. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. Whatever, yeah. It could be like a, a U.S. company that's based in Mexico because, like they say in the movie, it's, you know, we can't do these experiments anywhere. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, it's just child experiments. It doesn't give her powers. She's just a normal person, but she escapes and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, like you said, it's... It, if he just you could t- you could easily switch it and yeah it would have been dominated but uh, yeah yeah I also uh, wanted to say um, real quick uh, we both you know everybody agreed that the Wolverine was good um, and me and Eddie yeah. have guilty pleasure we like the Wolver- or the Origins Wolverine movie but yeah. I just kind of imagine like what if what if James Mangold had his take on the origin story and he got like a real trilogy with these, these movies, like what that could have been like, like the same tone and everything. I think that would have been really good. Probably. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. This is a, I think this is a trilogy. I know a lot of fans don't, but I kind of consider it a trilogy. I do. Yeah. There's There's, some continuity that just kind of throws it off. But I mean, honestly, this it, up until now, everything does make sense. It's honestly the last movie. It's uh, Dark Phoenix, which wrecks the whole timeline where you can't even, like, f- 
fill in the blanks because end of days of future past gene's alive dark phoenix takes place in the 90s gene dies spoiler it's like well that's that can't be like there would have to be a third timeline which they didn't even introduce so basically it's like don't even bother because the people that made this they didn't plan ahead you know this is not a marvel phase say what you will about marvel phase four they would never allow like hey didn't that character die <laughs> like they would never allow that to happen right. <laughs> that that would that's they would never do that so they just didn't plan that's all it is they didn't plan and you if know, we could just go back in time with like a big whiteboard and just map this whole thing out and make it clean it would have been so much better <laughs> Oh Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And uh, kind of look. So I'm kind of looking forward to Daredevil three. Not Daredevil, Jesus. <laughs> Deadpool <laughs> three. No, we don't. Uh, Deadpool three. Um, to see what they do yeah. with the timeline, because it seems like he's going to use Cable's deal. And anyway, so Pierce was good. Yeah, we yeah. liked him. I liked him. <laughs> yeah. Um. Didn't really say much, but Daphne Keene as Laura. Go ahead, Caleb. She was great. She did, like... <laughs> she said so much, but spoke so little. I uh, I, I think she kind of has, you know... If you said it was really his kid, like, really Hugh Jackman's kid, she kind of has that presence. At, like, a young age, she was pretty impressive. Like, she definitely... Uh, I think she definitely controlled the screen for, you know, being a little kid. Yeah, no, she was uh, she was great. We have not seen, I guess, um, Hit Girl would be the only other one I could compare her to as far as, like, a small child who's capable of killing lots of people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it was, she was, she was pretty badass in this. And, yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. She badass. And, like, she had presence as well. Yes. I liked when she finally started talking to him. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> about Patrick Stewart as Charles Xavier? Uh, he, it is so uh, wild to me. So wild to me that we saw. Is he knighted? I don't I'm going so. to assume that he's knighted. I don't I'm just going to so. assume he's knighted. Uh, go ahead. I'm assuming. Sir Patrick Stewart was great here, and it was so odd to see him as, in a way... Most of the comic relief. Yeah, it was weird. He was, like, totally opposite of what he would usually be. Exactly, yeah. I thought he also grounded the movie a lot. Yes. I, Is I that would... a uh, paralysis? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. But, yeah. Yeah, I would agree with all that. I would also throw in, though, I thought he did, like, the... Um, the sad old man deal pretty good in that it's like, here's mm-hmm. this once great, you know, he was a dude who talked to world leaders and had a school and was one of the most important people on earth and has the, the, the strongest power on earth. And now it's like, just like everybody, you get old and you just get reduced to, you know, an old man. And I love the twist that like, years and years of mind reading has like kind of driven him slightly insane. (laughs) I guess makes sense, you know, know, spouting off Taco Bell ads in a giant dome. Yeah, that's true. Uh, God, that that always, (laughs) I wonder what Charles Xavier, 
I guarantee you, I guarantee you he'd be singing that Whopper song at this point in time. <laughs> yeah, he would. And oh, finally, that's one thing I hate about playoffs is that I have to watch them live, and uh, you can't skip commercials, you know. Mm. Yeah. And we have a uh, Hugh Jackman as Logan slash Wolverine, uh, also X twenty four. Weapon X-24, yeah. the, the villain in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes, one of the three. Um, I'm, I'm going to be repetitive here. He was great, man. Like, this is his best performance that we have seen so far. Yeah, this is the definitive Wolverine performance. Logan Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um, Eddie, I was listening to, because uh, I think you released, well, you released it last night, Split, right? Yeah. I listened to that today, had it on the background, and you're talking about uh, who we have on our Rushmore, the comic book Rushmore. And you uh, said there's yes. one spot available. Ah, oh, so you think this going? could be it? I was hoping so, thinking so. Um, I hadn't thought about it. Yeah, but it, I do. It, it, it could be. I'm trying to think who we have coming up that... Um... Although I didn't expect uh, Doctor Strange. That was a pleasant surprise, but... Uh... Yeah, we might need to addend it by the time we're done with all these. But, yeah, I think Logan, I think Wolverine, Jackman, I think he's very strong in this. Yeah, I do. I agree. Yeah, let's put him up there. He's enshrined. On the Mount Rushmore, great acting. Uh, But, yeah, this was... um, I didn't know this, but he he had the world record for the longest career as a live-action Marvel superhero. So, that was some... That's cool. Yeah. It's, it's going to expand even further. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, the he had two kind of roles that he played in this, and the first one I I like because Pierce after Pierce beat him up fairly easily, he's like, oh, the legendary Wolverine, so sad, and he did play like the washed up superhero really really well, and. The whole time in the yeah. movie, you're realizing, like, you know, his uh, his power of constant healing, it's uh, it's wearing down because we later learn, yeah. you know, it's his power is constantly being used because he has a foreign substance in his body, and it's, I don't know, I mean, I know people get, like, knee replacements, but I would imagine if you had, like, metal covering all of your bones that your body would maybe try to reject that i don't know i think your bones do more than hold your skin together but i'm not a scientist but it's like he's constantly healing um, from being poisoned with metal in his system i guess so i'm gonna throw it out there i'm gonna throw this out there i think someone in wwe's writer's room watched this and was like let's go with this for the roman versus taker storyline because that match happened a month later. All I'm saying. God. It always Man, comes I'm back to wrestling. <laughs> it does, but you know what? Like that match sucked, by the way. Just an observation. That's all. God forbid. Yeah, his um, yes. his that character though. Was, that match was shitty. Yeah, it was a real bad. Uh, but yeah, and then uh, but then I was gonna. Uh, when he takes that adrenaline at the end, you finally get like a glass glimpse of what the Wolverine used to be, you know, just 
being a badass for like what was he? I think he lived to be. I think like around two hundred. Oh, more than that, he was born in like the eighteen hundreds. So he's like, he's. Oh, I think yeah, he's yeah. around two hundred years old. So, and he probably would have lived longer if he didn't get metal infused into his bones, or which caused his, you know, it wasn't for those meddling kids. Yeah, yeah, he uh was he was dying because of the poison faster than he could regenerate. Like his body wasn't regenerating anymore. Yeah, basically. Well, I mean, whatever year that X met, well, whatever year, what was Age of Apocalypse that took place in the eighties? So this is in twenty twenty nine. So you know, 40-ish, 35 to 40 years is how long it took for his body to give out from the adamantium being injected into him. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Finally, the plot. I think it was also cool. I was just going to say real quick. I think it was also cool when he saw the X-24, how it was kind of like you seeing, uh, like, what he was intended to be, just a fighting machine, like a, you know, a killer for hire for you know, whoever wanted to use them. That was basically what his life could have been. Yeah, and X-24, he didn't talk. It was perfect. <laughs> yeah. Although, like I told you, um, I, at first I was disappointed. I was like, oh, man, he's... That's the <clears throat> the villain, just a clone. But second watch, it's like, no, I'm okay with that. It, it makes more sense. Uh, yeah, it does. I was I don't know who I was hoping for. Somebody, I don't know. But and it's like, oh, it's just a clone, that's lame. But upon a rewatch, I was wrong. It uh that was who it should have been. So, cuz in a know, way, you look at it metaphorically, in a way he was kind of battling himself, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, it's not Omega Red, it's just a clone, but no, that makes sense. It's, it should have been a clone. So, we open with grizzled old man Logan. He's asleep in a limo, <laughs> but he wakes up. He's a limo driver, by the way. Some uh, He's like a limo Uber driver or something. I didn't know you could just like hire limos like that, but he uh, he wakes up. Some gangsters are trying to steal his rims, and then they shoot him, and they go back. He gets up and kills them all very violently, so right off the bat, it's like, this is R-rated. Yes. And, we knew uh, we were liking this movie immediately. <laughs> mm-hmm. He goes back to his, but he, you know, as he goes back to his hotel, we see he doesn't heal as fast. The bullet took a little longer to get out. He's sore, you know. And then as he's driving, we're told through the radio it's 2029. And he's at a funeral. He runs into some Hispanic woman he doesn't know, and he begs her for help. He's like, you're the Wolverine, help me. And he's like, he ignores her. Outside of a hospital, we see Logan buys pills illegally, and we meet Pierce, who tracked him down. He's like, did uh, did this Gabriella come in contact with you? And he's like, yeah, we're looking for her. If you find her, just let us know. He gives him his card. He's from a company, Alkali, which is the name of the lake where Logan became Wolverine. The Alkali Lake Dam. Hmm. So Logan crosses the border into Mexico. It's kind of where he lives. And we meet our old friend Caliban again from Apocalypse. He's back. <laughs> Different actor, but I, I'm assuming it's the same guy. Yep. Did not expect him to come back. <laughs> but he's the caretaker. Shout out Stephen Merchant. 
Yeah, he's the uh, he's the caretaker for Charles, who's hidden away because he has uh, he's gone crazy. He has really bad seizures, which uh, hurt everyone, I guess, around him. And it's all those years of reading minds, you know, it does damage. But the the pills are for the seizures, by the way. They are not for Logan. Logan doesn't use painkillers. So Charles tells Logan about a young mutant, but Logan's like, no, nah, no mutant's been born in 25 years, which is kind of interesting. I wish, I kind of wish they might have, I don't know, maybe, uh, I guess it doesn't matter, the franchise is done, but uh, I wish we kind of knew why that was. But So Charles basically says, uh, if you're, you're waiting on me to die, and Logan's like, I'm not, I don't want to hear about it. And later on, Caliban senses Logan is troubled. He finds an adamantium bullet. He's like, you were going to kill yourself? And so then, after being, later on the next day, after being flashed at a bachelorette party, pretty cool, uh, Logan's limo is surrounded by, summoned by Gabriella. She did, like, the Uber thing. It's like she used an app and called his limo. I guess that's what we have in the future, Uber limo. <laughs> I forgot to turn my updates off. So yeah, Uber Lemo, that's cool. So he's offered uh, 50000 Yeah, she offers 50000 to take her daughter Laura across the border to Canada. Yeah, and there's people looking for them. So Logan tells Charles he's leaving for Canada. When he gets back, he's like, I'm going to get paid a lot. We'll get a boat, go live on the water. And Logan goes to uh, pick up Laura, but he finds Gabriella is dead. And Logan goes back to the hideout. Pierce shows up. Logan asks Caliban, he's like, why didn't you see him coming? Because he can sense mutants. He's like, well, he's a human. But he does have a robot hand, so he's a member of the Reavers. It's like a bunch of half-humans, half-robots. So Pierce asks where the girl is. Logan says, I don't know, she's not there. And suddenly, Pierce is knocked out by Laura. Which I, I want, she caught, she was in Logan's trunk of his limo. I think this speaks to Logan losing his power, because the old Logan would have definitely smelled Laura in his trunk, even though the limo is longer. Yeah. yeah. But he smelled he Rogue. To, uh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say. And she was That's outside rogue. in a in a pickup. But I, I was like, oh, I guess he's losing it. He, you know, granted the trunk is further away from the driver, but. Yeah, the old Logan wouldn't have, wouldn't have let that happen. Nope. So Charles is uh, very happy to see Laura. He's like, this is the girl I've been telling you about. I knew it. And then more Pierce's men show up, the Reavers. Caliban is kidnapped. Pierce and his men beat up Logan. And he's like, yeah, you're not the fighter you once were. And it's just sad to see the, the great Wolverine reduced to this. And uh, they... Uh, Pierce sends in like a bunch of his cyborgs to get Laura, and then Laura kills the whole team. <laughs> she only has two mm. claws though, not three, but still pretty cool. But yeah, basically you see that this... head flying at, at Pierce, <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just annoyed, like, oh jeez, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, stop shooting at her. She she uh, she heals. Yeah, she has yes. the exact same powers as Wolverine, just two claws instead of three, but. Yeah. So after a big fight scene and a chase across the train tracks, careful of those trains, Caleb. Uh, Laura Better and Charles. Be careful, yeah. I know. Don't don't cross in front of them. They'll run you over. 
But they uh, they get on the other side of a train, and then they drive off. Back with Pierce, uh, he interrogates Caliban into telling him where the girl is. Uh, he pulls back a curtain because Caliban's like pale, and sunlight burns him, kind of like that uh, fat slob in Blade, the record keeper. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about him until just now. Uh, yeah. So back with Logan, he watches a video on Laura's phone where Gabriella works at a company called uh, Transian. It's where kids are born in a lab and created from mutant DNA to become super soldiers. And Charles tells Logan, he's like, you know, this basically is your daughter. And so Logan charges up the phone after they robbed a convenience store. And he sees the rest of the video. He's like, but uh, Gabrielle is narrating it. She's like, but they were building something even more powerful, something without a soul. I wonder what that could be, even though we spoiled it. So Logan, Laura, and Charles are tracked down to a casino in Oklahoma, I guess, because they were in Oklahoma City. Have you been to this hey, casino? shout out. Shout out, by the way. This, I believe, being the first appearance of the state of Oklahoma in the Hero Cast history. Hmm. Mm, could be. Yeah. Well, we can't all be uh, Ohio, where Captain America was born. <laughs> yes, in 1990. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I know he was born. Well, that was the first Captain America movie. <laughs> we don't. We Congratulations, don't Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was born in Springfield. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right and, next to Ned Flanders, of course. Oh, and uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine goes to Springfield. That's when uh, Sabretooth tracks down uh, the one dude at the carnival there in Springfield. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Probably. Andre, yeah. Andre Benjamin? I don't know. No, no, no. It was Will I Am. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was it was uh, I think you, it was just it was just no, an, he, he, it was just an expendable character, like it was what's his name from Lost, um, one dude, the, from the Lost. guy that could light the light bulb without you know whatever. Yeah, he tracks down Will I Am in uh, New Orleans. That's where they meet Gambit. Okay, there we go. Mm-hmm. There we go. Mm-hmm. Gambit. <clears throat> Still, Gambit's only an excellent appearance. That's crazy. So stupid. Maybe Deadpool <laughs> three will fix that. I hope. So the seizure, or uh, sorry, I skipped ahead. They're at the casino, and uh, Charles has another seizure as Pierce and his men are uh, basically they're moving like super slow motion. Mutants can move, not normally. It's like a struggle to move, but they can. Whereas the humans are like slow, super slow. Frozen. Yeah. Just about, yeah. So the men, they've all invaded the room with Charles, and Logan just bursts in and kills them all, like, as they are basically frozen. Very cool scene. And very violent. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So after they leave, we see the only thing in the future from now, other than, like, humans having cyborg limbs, but I could actually see this. Self-driving trucks. <laughs> yeah. I can yeah, see that by 2029, yeah. I could easily see that within six years, yeah. Yeah. You remember the uh, the semi-truck version of the Tesla called the Nikola? No. Oh, it was an electric truck, 
and uh, ended up being fake and it scammed investors out of millions. So, good times. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, uh, just made me think of it when they were showing like Wolverines, like, oh, these damn self driving trucks. (laughs) Get off Uh, my lawn. Yeah. So, uh, one of them like ran off yeah, the road, and uh, Logan had to wrangle up some horses because they almost crashed into a farmer. <laughs> hey, hey, correction! Charles Xavier rounded up some horses, man. I thought that was cool. What he yeah. did, uh, it was a good use of him. Well, the farmers invited him to dinner. They were nice folk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enter Doctor Rice. Not. Sinister. If there was going to be Sinister, it would be Dr. Rice, but it is just a regular dude. Uh, He tells Caliban, he believes you're giving delayed information to your friends to keep them a step ahead. And Caliban says, I helped you, leave me alone, and your savages beat me. And Dr. Rice is like, you know what, you're right. Their methods were a little aggressive. We're going to try something else. And then he mentions that the most dangerous brain on Earth has a brain disease. So, that's what the seizures are. Back at the farm, Logan helps the farmer with a busted pipe from a corporate farm next door. I'll make them do it. It's their damn pipe. And then, uh, some he's benching the old, oh, this big company's hurting the little guy. <laughs> and then uh, some rival farmers show up, and Logan scares them off. And, uh, yeah, we'll see them in a minute. So Charles then makes a big speech to Logan about how this was one of the happiest nights of his he's had in a while. And he's like, you know, Logan, I think I'm finally beginning to understand you. And Charles turns and he's like, Logan? But it's not Logan. It's younger Logan. And he stabs Charles right in the chest. That uh, scene, I remember in the theater, like, I was like, what just happened? <laughs> like... That was uh, that was a real wet, that, that was a red wedding moment for sure where it's like what did we just yeah. see and uh, also the farmer's son farmer's wife and then eventually the farmer are killed so R.I.P. to well uh, hey we're 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 gonna say it two times this episode R.I.P. to a real one yeah and uh, I did like how grounded and real it was and how it's like there's consequences to your actions you know. Like yeah. Wolverine, Logan told him several times, like we need to keep it moving, keep going, and you see what happened when they didn't. Oh, we need the Mike Francesa eulogy for the farmer. Um, uh, well, his, he crops, was a, his last harvest was kind of mediocre, and he was a know, fool. He, sh- he he was a fool. He should have sold to the corporate farm. He'd still be alive, and his son would get to travel around the world with selling all that land, and that's what his son really wanted to do. He was selfish. R.I.P. The son, that, that is true. The son was like, oh, I wish we could travel. It's like, well, who's going to man these crops? It's like, well, you could sell your land. It's like, I'm not selling this land. So, guess he should have sold his land. Uh, mm. So Logan goes to, uh, oh, sorry. It's, uh, yeah, it's the X-24. It's we mentioned in the video. It's, it's Logan, but he doesn't speak. He's soulless. He's younger. And uh, Logan goes to get Charles, who's badly hurt. Not dead yet. The rival farmers show up. They see X-24, and they think it's Logan. They're like, oh, son, we'd like to offer you a contract 
5,000 a week. I'm thinking, like, what do these farmers need him for? Like, why do the farmers need a henchman? <laughs> but he kills them all. Uh, Caliban then sacrifices himself with some grenades, kills a bunch of the Reavers, not X-24, not Pierce and Dr. Rice. But uh, Logan is able to escape. Somehow. Yeah. The three main baddies are alive. And Somehow, yeah. Logan's able to escape with Laura after a bloody battle with X-24, of which he uh, doesn't do so great in. Unfortunately, though, Charles dies. And then Logan takes Laura to bury him. And after burying him, yeah. Logan flips out, destroys his truck with a shovel, just beats the hell out of it, and then he passes out. So Charles is now dead. Nothing? Yeah. R.I.P. Okay, so real yeah, R.I.P. The, the realist one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Charles was a fool. We should have sided with Magneto. His actions resulted in the death of thousands of people. No, that RIP. comes later. Also, it's an X-Men character, so he wouldn't even know who that is. Ooh, Stan Lee, who cares? Speaking um, of Stan Lee, I, uh, when our friend uh, Logan wakes up in the uh, <laughs> the doctor office, when I saw this in theater, I thought it was a Stan Lee cameo the first time. The yeah, we don't, we don't get a Stan Lee cameo in this one. No. And I thought it was him, like, very, you know, within like a second or two of seeing him. It's like, oh, that's not Stan Lee. But it would have been great, though. It would have been out of place here. The only thing that yeah, but again, it would not put it there. Yeah, it would have messed up the tone of the movie, so I could see not having it. Yeah, and, and but, the only yeah. the only thing I could see is if like they were walking through the casino and then Stanley was just sitting in the back and playing slots or something. Or he tried to get on the elevator, maybe. Yeah, that one. And they're like, like the, the elevator's taken, and he's like, "Oh, sorry." Yeah, something. Yeah, quick. maybe. Maybe they casted the, doc- the doctor guy to look like him for you know for a reason because they could could get a cameo. Okay. Well, Logan, uh, like I said, he passed out, and then uh, he wakes up in a. Um, wait, I think I uh, skipped ahead. Sorry. Logan uh, basically is like, you know, there's something uh, inside of me that's poisoning me. Or sorry, he wakes up in a hospital, like a. Small town doctor's office, not a hospital. And he's like, you know, care. yeah. He's like, there's something inside you that's poisoning you. You need to go to a hospital. And Logan's like, I know what it is, and then leaves. And then Laura finally talks to him, but only in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> and Told she her show- to shut the f up. Yeah, he shows <laughs> she shows Logan where he wants to go, where she wants to go in Canada, and it's from an X Men comic where the mutants can go. But Logan's like. We're doing this all from a comic. Like this is this is your big plan. He's like, this isn't real. This is fake. And he kind of flips out. <clears throat> He's like, we're not going to North Dakota. This is a fantasy. But then she keeps yelling, so he finally agrees. And on the way there, she drives because Logan's tired and dying, and he can't make it anymore. So Laura drives the rest of the way. They make it to the mountain. Even the tells comics. her. Yeah. He even tells her that he can't. He's like, I I can't get you there. He tells her that. The battle with X-24 really did a number on him. <clears throat> so he makes it to the mountain from the comics, but uh, he can't climb it, so they raise him up in like a gurney because he passed out, and he sees this is a real place, and all of her friends from the facility were there, all the other kids. 
So after sleeping, they yeah, they were excited. They got a big celebrity in the house. <laughs> so after sleeping, Laura wakes up from a bad dream. Sorry, Laura wakes him up from a bad dream. Uh, Logan tells her about the adamantium and which is killing him. He shows her the adamantium bullet. He kept, he's like, this is a reminder what they did to me, but now I'm thinking about just killing myself. <laughs> and the next day, Logan meets Richter, the leader of this group, who says, tomorrow at dawn, we're crossing into Canada. So then Logan tells Laura he's leaving and to go on without him. So they leave behind some formula that they were taking. It, uh, Like I said, it's like adrenaline. It gives your mutant power a quick boost. And he's like, oh, that stuff will kill you. It's kind of like a steroid's. Like, cool in the short term, bad long term, I guess, but... Um, like but Popeye's spinach. Yeah, he's like, I guess it's not even cool. I guess it's not even cool short term. Drugs aren't cool. But he, uh, he's, he's like, this will speed up your healing power, basically. And he's like, eh, long term, it's not good for you, but, I mean, hell, I'm not going to be here long term, so might as well. So, Logan goes back to sleep, wakes up, kids are gone, but he sees the Alkali company... They're chasing after the kids. They got helicopters and jeeps. They're on foot, so they catch them. And by the time Logan gets there, the Reavers all have... They've kind of rounded up the kids, or they're rounding them up. And we see some of the kids' powers, which I thought was cool. Like the one who just does... I don't know what he was, wind or something, but he blows like a bunch of tree barks at this guy, and it just like impales his head. That was cool. But uh, Logan's trying to run after him too tired he injects himself with the formula and then just goes crazy for one final time his retirement match if you will i'll take it back to wrestling mm-hmm. not going out like rick flair going out like cinematic undertaker and pierce going finds out like rick flair in 2000 yeah there you go and pierce finds the empty bottle and he's just like oh no <laughs> so uh logan and lorik <laughs> they kill as many cyborgs as possible and the rest of the mutants are captured by Pierce and a few of the Reavers. And this was great. Logan listens to Dr. Rice for a bit, and then he just shoots him. <laughs> like, enough of this guy. Yes. Just shot him in the head. Uh, Pierce then frees X-24. X-24 battles Logan and Laura. They eventually drop a truck on him. Pierce, meanwhile, I didn't yes. know how to write what happened to Pierce other than he was frozen and swallowed by the Earth. <laughs> that's what I got. But yeah, he was. Yeah, it was some. That was something else that happened to him. <laughs> he, one mutant was freezing him. I definitely know that. And the other one had like the earth coming up to swallow him. So it was like he got strangulated. Like all everything combined just like smushed him into the ground. Yeah, not a good way to go. It was out. weird. So X twenty four then just starts cutting up Logan badly, and then he impales him on this big tree stump. And uh, even with the adrenaline, Logan's uh, winding down here. And it's about to be the end when X-24 shot in the head with the adamantium bullet, courtesy of Laura. And that's the one thing that will kill, well, someone with with that power. (laughs) The brain cannot function. The the powers cannot function without the brain. R.I.P. to a fake one. (laughs) Yes, R.I.P. to a fake one. Uh, R.I.P. to a fraud. Yeah, exactly. And then Logan, he tells Laura not to become the weapon that she was born to be. 
She agrees. <laughs> Logan dies. Mm. R.I.P. to the realist one. Yeah. I, I can't even Mike Francesa that one. So Laura buries him. Yeah. She makes a cross. I didn't know if she did this on purpose or if the cross just wouldn't stand, but leans it over to an X. So Yeah, I was going to say. I... I don't know. Anyway, roll credits, but post credit scene... Who comes to clean up all those destroyed Reavers? It's it's old Essex Corporation. He, Mr. Sinister's just trying to get into one of these damn movies. No, that doesn't happen. <laughs> I, just, I just love that Mr. Sinister just can't make it into an X-Men movie. He's trying. He's teased. Yeah. He's going to be teased hey, again, but he just can't make it. Solid. First off, okay, excellent movie. We're about to grade it very soon. Um with the outro they went with, I think we should go with the same outro. I think it fits the theme of the movie just perfectly. I yeah. thought the same thing. Yeah, I did. Tell you what, yeah. leaving that theater, I was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad, before we grade it, I'm glad that uh, Deadpool 3 has said they aren't going to touch uh, this yeah. movie. And I was talking with a coworker today, real quick, about Deadpool 3. And I had thought... You know, they're probably going to fill in the blank of what happened between the six years after Days of Future Past and this. And he's like, no, I think they're going to kind of reset it. I think when Deadpool, not to skip way ahead, but I think when Deadpool uh, shot, like, old Deadpool from Origins, I think they're going to pick up the story from there. And I was like, damn, I bet you're right. And Mm, I didn't think about that. I'm kind of down with that. Like, I I hope that's kind of what it is. Well, if they do that, then Hugh Jackman might be around a little bit longer than we were thinking. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, if they're not down with it, I've got two words for them. Yeah. <laughs> I would like it if, like, Gambit was also recast, and he's like, hey, guys, remember me? And they're like, you look Channing different. Channing Tatum shows up. <laughs> yeah, it's Channing Tatum. It's like, hey, I, I helped, too. And it's like, you look different from when we saw you, like, five minutes ago. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. But yeah, I I thought that I, he he mentioned that to me. I was like, God, that's a really good idea. I like that. That's way yeah, better than even tampering that with is the, the the Logan timeline at all. Like, I mean, again, yeah. guilty pleasure movie, but I understand. I agree with all the criticisms of it. So right, but yeah, I'd be that, fine with this, that. Yeah, because I this I was near that. perfect. No, you go ahead. I'm. We'll save it for Deadpool too. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, coming back on, I assume. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, that's uh, that's a ways away. You still there? Huh? Yeah, we're all still here. Grade the movie. That's good. That's good. I thought I was being ignored. It is a great movie. It's near perfect. It's nine and a half out of ten. Nice. Nice. All right. So, um... Eddie, when this this podcast started, said the thing he was looking to the most was Apocalypse, right, Eddie? Doing that episode. Yeah, just to eviscerate it. For opposite reasons of me. Uh, <laughs> when, I got interested, when I got interested in doing this podcast, I wanted to do this episode. Um, this is my favorite comic book movie. Um, I don't know. I just love everything about it. Um, I've rewatched it countless times, saw it in theater. I was a mess in theater. Uh, it still gets me every time at the end. I watch this on Father's Day with my kid. Like, it's like a staple for me on Father's Day. I like to watch it. Um, 
just the connection with Hugh Jackman, the character, and like how much he earned respect from the fans, and he actually, you know, he really made you appreciate him. Like you could tell he, he loves doing the, the role. Just to see him die and go out the way he did, even though I knew it was going to happen, it was just, I don't know, it just still connects with me. It's still one of my favorite theater movies I've ever seen. And I'm obviously, I'm going to give it a 10, obviously. I knew it. That's what You're I figured. Given, I wrote you down. And You've given two 10s. I've never given one. As soon as I put, as soon as I put your name in the guest slot, I was like, Josh is going to give this a 10. I can tell. I have to, man. Like it's, yeah. I would, I will say objectively, I would, I would say Dark Knight is a better movie, but if I had to pick one, I'm going to pick this one. Okay. I'd probably agree. I gave Dark Knight a nine and a half. I'll give this a nine and a half as well. This is, as I mentioned earlier, not just a great superhero movie, but also a great movie. Deserved to be an, uh, uh, nominated. It definitely deserved over Shape of Water. Get that junk out of here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, it's the stigma, unfortunately, and uh, everybody agrees with James Cameron in Hollywood, but. Nine and a half for all the reasons everybody said. It's great. It's the it's the best way for this character to go out. And I this is I don't know if we'll ever see a trilogy again where the first movie is the worst, the second movie is the second worst, and the third no the third movie is the best. Like the trilogy gets better as it goes on. Usually yeah, it's, it's not pretty unheard of. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of another <laughs> trilogy like that. Um but no, I've been. I'm not even like a huge Wolverine fan. Even when I was a kid, um, I mean, I liked him, but it's like he wasn't my favorite X Men. But um, just the journey from when the, he was born, from the 1800s, and now all the way till he died, and all the stuff we got to see, it's been uh, pretty cool. And whoever reprises, I'm, I'm sure. Based on the shape that you have to get into, where it's like you need an eight pack to play Logan, I'm guessing Hugh Jackman's probably done with uh, Logan after Deadpool three. So, whoever Disney gets when they do X Men is going to have some big shoes to fill. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it's definitely a fitting end to his character. I also want to say real quick, I, the end of the movie also gets me not just the fact that he, obviously his character died, but with the the cross turning into the X and them just kind of zooming in on that, it's like it really makes you appreciate the whole story of the X Men. It's like, wow, this is really this. We saw the entire, you know, the entirety of the X Men. They they all just died right here. This is the end of their story. Mm-hmm. Well, next week we got quite a change of pace. We do. Next week we are going to be watching Power Rangers, and funny enough. You can watch this on the ad-based free platform called Freevee, which is on, I believe, Fire TV, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. Or I could watch that if I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, you can get it through <laughs> Prime also. Yeah. That's I'm not how sure we how it. all that really works, but if you have Prime, you have it, which is great because a couple yeah. weeks ago I checked and it was not available for free anywhere. So they just uh, – I'm guessing because the uh, Netflix is dropping their Power Ranger thing, I think, in May – uh, one of the streaming oh. services, in this case Amazon, was like, well, hell, people might want to watch it, so let's pick it up for probably not very much money. However that yeah, works. I don't, sure. even, I don't know how all that works, but... Yeah, Amazon has it, so it's on Prime. So there you go. 
2017 Power yeah. Rangers. Another another staple of my 20... childhood, much like the X-Men. Yeah. Yep. yeah. We, Bad, I, don't know, Batman. I don't know if we mentioned this. We, uh, we, we talked about it last week, Caleb. We're in quite a stretch of great movies. Like... We are. There's we a few. Are, uh, there's a few potholes, but overall, it's a pretty smooth road. Well, you know, first off, it may be divisive, but I like the Power Rangers movie. Spoiler alert for next week. So we got that. After that, Guardians two. After that, Wonder Woman. After that, Homecoming. Uh, Ragnarok. I haven't seen in forever, so I Ooh, can't really give fair judgment on that. But yeah, at least four movies in a row that I know I'm going to enjoy. And then, of course. Uh... The big yeah, one. Yeah, that's enough. The, the, the capper of 2017, Justice League. Yes. Yes, Justice League. And then our dealer's choice again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, guys, I don't want to say too much, but you could see major changes coming to the hero cast sooner rather than later. And I yeah. will leave it at that. We're canceling the show. No. No, we're not. We're, we're going all the way to the end. Yes. How many, as of right now, do you know how many movies you would have left if they didn't make any more? Like, how many episodes you would have left? Oh, if they didn't make any more? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know there are, but... Some odd. So, what, what what episode was Logan? Let's see, 143. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As of right now, Ant-Man, <laughs> Wasp, and Quantumania is episode 195. Okay. Which so comes out like a, good a couple fi- weeks. So, 50... As of about 50 episodes still, roughly, even with them not releasing anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we got uh, movies beyond that, of course. I mean, yeah. Shazam dropped the trailer today, and that would be 196. So. Yeah. Well, folks... I still got to see that thank you. for listening. Yeah. We're going to get out of here. Josh, thank you for coming on again, man. Yep, it was my pleasure. Especially this one. This is the one I wanted to be on more than any of them before this. So hey, I was happy to. Listen, the, ple- the pleasure's all on this side of the table. Yes. Uh, anyway. And under the anyway. table. Anyway. Hey-o. Yes, of course. As always, under the table. Um, <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. I'm laughing. and I'm about to make a really serious quote here. Guys, <laughs> we're getting out of here. Thank you for listening. And to... Uh, Quote the late uh, Jimmy, a.k.a. Logan. So this is what it feels like. I hurt myself today To see if I still feel I focus on the pain The only thing that's real The needle tears a hole The old familiar sting Try to kill it all away But I remember Everything What have I become My sweetest friend Everyone I know Goes away In the end And you 
I wear this crown of thorns upon my liar's chair, full of broken thoughts, I cannot repair. Beneath the stains of time, the feelings disappear. You are someone else. I am still right here. And you could have it all. Still have time.